TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Number 58 from San Jose State. Out of Mill Penis High School, Kim Bokerper. That's great. Now you got Kenny Walker involved. Boy, you've just gone to a real low form bringing Kenny Walker in on this. Kim Bokerper, original member of the Killer Bees, joining us this morning. Bo, how you doing, man? You doing all right? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm tired of that open. I'm tired of that open that you guys played. It's not. Don't and say now, we. And, don't say we. This is no. Hey, look, I'm done with this. It's no joke. This is getting to be. It's going to be a little tedious now. I, and I know it's Hollywood. I agree I with you, Bob. I don't even know Kenny Walker, so Joe went over there and asked him to do it. <laughs> so well, you're Kenny, such. You know, Kenny, know what? You're I don't such know an Kenny. Kenny do you it. don't know him. Look, you're such an ass. Kenny will do anything. <laughs> right. Kenny. You give him. You give him two Dunkin' Donuts and a half of coffee. He'll do anything. Oh, man. You throw those donuts in for sure, Kenny's in, you know, man. Every, There's no question. You know, you, know, you know, all those people, all those radio people in that building, you know, you, you can't trust anything they say or what they're doing. So just let you know. A little insight in the radio business. Oh, no, it's a sleazy, low-life business. There's no question low, about it. Low, low, low life. And, you know, and you're getting in the old penis jokes and this and that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Hey. Let's jump over. I, I, I thought that ended, I thought that ended, I thought that stuff ended when the season ended. I did too. I thought, I thought, when, we, I thought when we got our I thought when we got our asses kicked in Kansas City that would yeah end. maybe yeah he'd come up with something. I thought for a minute he was just coming in with the music and and then I go oh look at him he's looking yeah for Joe that. goes into the next studio he goes hey Kenny can you, can that's you, a lie can you do this like that, you do with the games you know, can you can you do the bow camper that's, thing that's a lie okay all right we're done with that now I'm officially done with it. Hey, I got to ask you, I haven't talked to you um, on the air yeah. about the Vic Fangio situation, and apparently yeah, all yeah. our guys on defense were partying in South Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Like, Coach, not today, man. There's a hot one I'm looking at tonight. I mean, what the, What happened? Yeah, you know what? I, I, I've got a couple theories on it, but I, but I think that I, – look, I think that I – think, I think really last year, you kind of, it kind of felt a little bit like – I thought Vic was always had one foot in and one foot out, right? Yes. He was here, but he's kind of looking up in Philadelphia. He had just consulted with them during their Super Bowl, you know, when they during their run last year. And, and so, and he's got his mother's up there. He's from there. And so there's a lot of reason for him to be up there. But I got to tell you, Joe, we, we spent, we spent one year with, uh, with Vic Fangio. He might be one of the most curmudgeonly coaches I've ever been around <laughs> next to Bill Arnsbarger. Those, those two are like, they're like two, two very good defensive coordinators, both very like peas in the pot, have no idea how to dress. They have no idea how to interact with, interact with people on a social basis. 
hey, but Bo. they're very good defensive coordinators. Hey, Bo, I, I've told the story, so I don't want you to get mad. So <laughs> you and I and, and Jimmy are, are sitting down in the lobby, and so you decide, of all people, and Vic's, yeah. Vic's sitting by himself maybe <laughs> – 15 feet away, but I could tell he wants nothing to do. I, I always felt, I, right, I thought it was right. me, but I realize it's everybody. And it's, you it's decide everybody. you're going to make small talk about Christmas. And <laughs> How was your Christmas? Oh, my God. It, he blew you off like a bad date, and then he finally just got up and he walked to the bus. And I go, Bo, how many times are you going to try to make small talk with Vic Fangio? It, yeah. He doesn't want to talk. Yeah. I'm not sure he wants to yeah. be here. And sure enough, the, the guy leaves. So I guess uh, yeah, yeah, different guy, yeah, Bob. Guys, so look, the other thing too is, and then like this is my this is. So you know you you know a lot of the players have bristled against him, right? Since he's gone, you know they didn't they, you know they don't like him. He was this and that, or right. you know couldn't. And then he's accusing you know he 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 threw Jaws. He 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 takes the out. He takes the out. <laughs> hey Jaws, by the way, this is what's yeah. going on down there, right? right? Right. So he throws so he throws the whole defense under the bus for going down to South Beach. <laughs> hey Bo, uh, I, I gotta tell you, we had a bunch of guys that stayed out all night and it didn't affect oh, yeah. us. I mean we still won a lot of games and yeah, but, but, we weren't but, getting you know, a lot of then, sleep. But back then South Beach was Fort Lauderdale. That's right. It wasn't it wasn't so far to drive. We could get home sooner. We could <laughs> right. get home at four instead of five. <laughs> That's a good point. We, we could shut her down a little bit earlier. Hey, Bo, by the way. So, so anyway, so, the Vic, so let me finish the Vic thing. So, so this is just my stupid theory, and it's nothing but a stupid theory to mine. So you got Vic in the, in the meeting room just, you know, being an old school, you know, throwing F-bombs around, and, you know, if you don't do this, you're going to be out of here. You know? <laughs> and then in the offense, you got Mike McDaniel, and he's giving them popsicles and stuff and patting her back. And, hey, you guys are playing great, you know. It's so, so they're coming out of their meeting rooms like slapping, doing high fives, and everything. Meanwhile, the defense goes, "We just got our butts chewed out there." Right. <laughs> Instead of going, "I don't like my coach. I want that coach. No, I want that guy. To, I want that guy to giving out popsicles and cakes." <laughs> there was no question. There's a little different vibe from the offensive room to the defensive room. Boy, I, I'm with you, and I've I've thought that same damn thing over and over again. So um, as we go forward. So, because now Vic's gone, he's been getting blasted. And I have yeah. to tell people he wasn't that bad a coordinator. He was pretty damn no, no. good. He did a lot of good things. Yeah. What, what do these guys bring, Bo? Anthony Weaver and Joe Barry. What do you think Mike yeah. McDaniel tells him he's looking for in a coordinator? Well, uh, you know the, the the one thing I like is tapping into that Baltimore system. You know that that Baltimore. Anyone that's been with Baltimore, been with Baltimore, you know they've been, you know they've been on a staff that's been coached well from special teams to offense to defense and everything. And the way that defense plays, I, I think that, you know, I'd like to see some of that, you know, before they lost in the playoffs, man, I tell you, they were just a nasty, you know, defensive team. Just like, I mean, they're looking trying, like, trying to break people in half. And so if he can bring some of that attitude down here to this team, and, you know, you know we don't know who's going to be here. For the, you know, the offseason is going to create, you know, free agency and people are going to come and go. And, and everyone's wondering what's going to happen with Christian Wilkins and, you know, and, and how are they going to fit this guy in and how are they going to fit that guy in. You know, but they, they, this this team's got to just they got to find some way to just you know grind it out and and, and finish it up. But uh, yeah, it, it's uh it's going to be interesting to see with these guys coming to what the change is going to be. Yeah, I would think they would tend to keep the same kind of uh, uh you know with the success they had out of that defense from Vic. Although I you know I've kind of I did, I never really 
it seemed to me like that defense, you know, you'd have the two guys, you'd have Wilkins and, and Sealer in the middle, and sometimes they were they were shifted to one side, some they were shifted to the other side. <clears throat> but a lot of times they were over guards, and then the, and then the next two guys you had out were your outside linebackers that were really wide, and I just thought that gave so much room for teams to run the football. You know, when you when you when you saw them in that formation, and then I think, but I think Vic, I think is I think that was early on, but Vic kind of fixed that up and got that going. But uh, yeah, it's. Um, you know, there, there's certainly if you know if if Christian Wilkins comes back, then then then, then Weaver's going to have a nice bunch of talent to deal with. And now we know you know Jalen and, and and Chubb and and, and look, I think Jalen Jalen could be, I think I think Jalen certainly is going to be, maybe maybe a, a month sooner than Chubb, but I think he'll be, I I think he won't be so deep into the season before he gets to play, which would be a good thing to get him back on the field and. And getting that pass was going. I'd love to have Andrew and Ginkle back. You know, I'd love to have all. You know, it'd be nice to have that that whole front there. Yes. You know, you Raquan Raquan Davis is the guy that's kind of in the. You know, because because the way he plays, you know, he's almost like you know if, if he does his job, he's only he's only in there for one play a series. You know, if it gets to second and ten, he's yeah. out. He didn't play right? a lot of snaps. You're right. Yeah. Hey, hey, Bo. So I, I want to ask you this. We got into this this morning. This is this team still too much about finesse. Or do you think it is? It can be a physical team. The numbers of running backs Mostert and Achamp put up were uh, the best yeah. we've ever seen in history. I think of the franchise. Yeah. Well, look, I you know they, they threw the ball well, uh, and and they ran the ball well. If, if 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 that running game wasn't what it is, I would say yeah, they're probably a little bit soft. You know, you know, from that standpoint. But but I think when you add that running game in, Mike kind of kind of sprinkled in that running game that 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 really gave him a little push. You know, in that. Um, so, I, I like the way they use the running backs, and I, but and I think it's a pretty balanced. But it's, if I, I would say balanced, but probably leaning just a little notch more on on um, uh, on not quite as physical as you as, as, as some people like. Now, look, other people, other people look at it and go, "Hey, I like that Mike's wide open offense, throwing the ball all around the field. That's what I like." Uh, but but you know, for my for my liking, I'd like to have a little more balanced run pass and. Uh, and 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 I'll always be a little more physical. Always. So, so I got. I don't, it. Think, I don't yeah. think you can ever be too physical. Yeah. No. No. I got you. Um, Derrick Henry's name keeps popping up. He's a he's a yeah. free agent. He's a big, strong, impressive dude. Yep. Um, that's what we're getting mostly. Oh, we got to go out and get Derrick Henry so we can be more physical yeah. on third and fourth and one. Ooh. I go. What are you gonna do with Mostert and Achan? Is the first thought. I mean, yeah. you're gonna start taking snaps away from those two. What yeah. do, What do you think? Uh, you know, the thought of a big back is, is pretty intriguing, you know, but, but, you know, but, but what do you, you know, what are you, what are you going to get out of him? I mean, he, he, you know, he's certainly not on the, uh, not on the upward ascent on his career. Uh, he played a lot of snaps, but look, it, it'd be nice to have a big guy like that in, in the mix. Um, I, I wouldn't mind. I, I really wouldn't mind that. I, I wouldn't mind it at all. You know, as long, you know, it's, Long as the guy's not a guy that's, that's completely washed, you know what I mean. That's going to come in and, and you know and, and and you know by the end of the season you're going to look at his stats and oh he's carried the ball 20 times for you know 200 yards or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Bo, I know I know we don't know who's going to be back yet. You brought up Christian Wilkins and we don't know what's going to happen with Xavier and Howard yeah. and stuff. But you got you got a first and a second round pick for the first time in the last I think three years. So. 
What uh, what would you do? What do you think the biggest needs are from from what you're potentially seeing? I see mock drafts have us take an offense alignment and a defense alignment. Yeah. What, what about for yeah. you? Yeah, I, I I think certainly offensive line. Uh, you know, it, it's look. This is the this is this is the this is the draft day downer, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. That's the true. draft day downer. Oh, right? big Everyone. guy! Damn. Yeah, jeez. You know, it's always you come up there with like and the people ask, "What do you think?" You, I think they should get an offensive guard. I think they should get a center. Oh, jeez, yeah, but you know, what about we? Let me get this running back here. Yeah, There's right. a wide receiver out. Right, right. DB. They can get us interceptions and stuff, you know. So, so no, but, and, but then you then you get to then you get, then you don't take an offensive lineman, and you get to training camp, and everyone goes, "Geez, our offensive line stinks. We need some big guys." Yeah. You know, well, they, they, they 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 know they need them, they know they want them, but it's not it's not it's not um, it's not exciting enough for them on draft day, so they don't want them. But I think that's to me. I tell you, to me, Joe, if you could come out in free agency with two good offense, two two. Two new starting offensive linemen because I think you need I think that's what you need in there, and, and to to have that 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 line. If you and if they kept keep playing the way they did, and you know the other thing is, you you know you look at go last week go last week to the final four. How much impact do those tight ends make in in those teams in the final yeah, four? Yeah, man. Yes. You know, I would love for us to get a, a, a playmaking a playmaking tight end. And look, Durham Smythe is you know he's certainly capable. You know, he blocks well. He, he you know, he's, he's, he's got good hands. He's yeah, does good stuff. Yes. Got good hands. He's, you know, but 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 look, Joe. When like when we when we when you know during our era when we played, you we had you, we had Dan Johnson, and we had Bruce Hardy. <clears throat> all three with all three had different skills, and they were able to use them different ways. So you know, I, I, but 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 nowadays you'd like to have that 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 one stud guy, the the, the kittle, the you know yeah. the the. the, the you know the the Kelsey's those those guys that 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 are really the the impact tight ends. It'd be nice to get one of those guys uh, and, and have a, a a single tight end, and then just have regular have backups instead yeah. of having like a three man tight end rotation or, or something like that where you're where you're getting a little you're, you're getting little pieces of different guys. You know what I mean? So if I that got makes sense. So I got two questions left for you. First of all. We've seen Kansas City, you and I, up close twice. Who, yeah. who, who do you like? We saw San Francisco when Purdy started this whole run. Yeah. So, uh, what's your thought yeah. on who's going to win this game? So, so I look at San Francisco, and and and, and there, there's no question. There's a more they're a more talented football team with McCaffrey and and Ayuk and then Debo, and then you go on the other side with Bosa and Warner. That that's a that that team is loaded with talent. That being said, I just watched the Kansas City Chiefs go on the road for three weeks. And walk through, <laughs> walk through teams, right? Yes. Like, you know, like, 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 like swatting a fly off of their, off a, of, off of a, of a cow's ass, you know. And they just <laughs> I get out of my way, you know. Right. So I've seen them do that three times this year. Am I? And, and I, I, you can give me all the stats, you can give me all the people, but my eyeballs tell me that Kansas City's the best team out there as long as Mahomes is throwing, as long as Mahomes is throwing the football, and, and they've got, uh, and they've got, uh, got Kelsey. And that defense, I, I don't see anyone beating them. Yeah, yeah. And then I got, I got to leave you with this one. So, in honor of Vic Fangio and going through Jaws about the guys want to go to the clubs, I thought we'd go old school. Your go-to on a – let me oh. see. I, I got to make sure it's the right night because I don't want to make the night up. Let's let's call it a yeah. Friday night, not Saturday, night, night before the game, but a Friday night. 
We all go out yeah. to Fort Lauderdale. The clubs are all out. Give me your go-to back in the 70s and early 80s, your go-to Ooh. top two clubs for Kimbo Camper. Well, I tell you, my first, the, the first probably go-to club was when they opened uh, was it Montego Bay or Love one of those? Montego that Bay. They had they had like that full band on the stage and everything. It was like yeah. a like a ten piece band or something, and and they had a little hot tub outside the front. Yeah, that oh, was that, yeah. that was that, that was a, that was a go to spot. And, and then later for kind of like just a local place, uh, a little local spot. Our friend Clint Ramsden's uh, Mister Laughs on Federal Highway, a go to, yeah, yes, a must go. Yeah. So I, I'm a little different. I go Montego Bay definitely, but I, yeah. I like to warm up at September's. I, I always like to warm oh, yeah, up yeah, at yeah. September's. Yeah. And they had that yeah. hot tub. And one night we had Jimmy's, and we got wasted. Jimmy Cephalo and I ended up, uh, I'm just going to say the two of us, because I don't want anybody in trouble, the two of us sure. in this thing and uh, <laughs> for his birthday. I go, dude, I cannot believe I'm at this frigging club and I'm in my shorts here. Sitting here, it was just the two. I'm sure it was just the two of us back then. But God, it was just, just a crazy time. So, but great club. So I go back. I, so I could go. I could go back to. I could go back to because I, I got here a little before you. So this was like the '77, '78 uh, era, right? Yeah. Those two years. Yeah. Where where there was a there was a a, a club on uh, on Oakland Park called Pete and Lenny's, and it was a full disco. I mean, it was like a Saturday Night Fever <laughs> disco. And I remember myself going in there with platform shoes, with a with with plaid pants on, with with like three inch cuffs on them. Oh, right, man. With a with a with a knick knick shirt buttoned to your belly button. Oh with yeah. A, with a big with a, with a big medallion walking in there. Oh, you, you're, you're right. there you had those drug dealers had nothing you, on you. That's beautiful. You were you're walking in there and you thought you were John Travolta <laughs> getting ready to do Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> <laughs> all right hey john i gotta leave you on that one but i got you going i just went in honor of vic fangio some of the old clubs where we'd show up the next day with just a little hangover on a saturday morning Bo, yeah. thank you brother you know what? yeah all right you take care. take care tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 